0: Welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Dorn. Today on the podcast, I spoke with Dr. Joseph Hahn, a professor at Eastern Virginia Medical School and chief of the Division of Rhinology and Endoscopic Sinus and Skull-Based Surgery and the Division of Allergy. Dr. Hahn is an author of the Phase 3 Synapse Trial, evaluating the efficacy and safety of Mepolizumab in treatment of patients with chronic rhinosinusitis. Dr. Hahn, why is it thought that interleukin-5 therapies could be useful to treat patients with severe chronic rhinocinitis with nasal polyps?
1: So the reason why we think that interleukin-5 therapies would be effective in patients with nasal polyps is because there were several studies, including myself, in which we were able to detect interleukin-5 in patients with chronic sinusitis with nasal polyps. And we also found that another key inflammatory cell that was probably the most prominent inflammatory cell in nasal polyps or eosinophils. And so IL-5 and eosinophils kind of go hand in hand because IL-5 kind of helps prolong the survival of, the, of eosinophils, which are principally responsible for the production of eosinophils. And so what anti-IL-5 does is it prevents IL-5 from interacting with the eosinophils. And so we know that if we reduce the eosinophils, it reduces the production of inflammation that are associated with nasal polyps.
0: What did we know about mepolizumab before the Synapse study?
1: Before the Synapse study, which was a phase three study looking at mepolizumab for chronic sinusitis with nasal polyps, there were two phase two studies looking at mepolizumab in nasal polyps. So based on those two phase two studies, we showed that mipolizumab was effective in treating patients with nasal polyps. So what it showed was when these two phase two studies showed that it reduced nasal polyp size, it reduced the need for sinus surgery, and it also improved symptoms. And there were also, as you know, mipolizumab is also approved for eosinophilic asthma, And asthma and nasal polyps almost go hand in hand, especially the more severe patients with nasal polyps, over a majority of them have asthma. And so when mipolizumab was evaluated in those patients with eosinophilic asthma, who also had concomitant nasal polyps, when mipolizumab was given to those asthma patients, they also had a reduction in the nasal polyp size, as well as improvement of their sinusitis. With nasal polyp symptoms.
0: What was the name of the Synapse study and what did you find?
1: So, Synapse
0: is a phase three study evaluating the efficacy
1: and safety of mippalizumab in patients with nasal polyposis. These patients in the study were randomized to receive 100 milligrams subcutaneous mippalizumab. And the placebo group in the studies were not really truly placebo groups because the placebo groups were actually given mimetazone, two sprays twice a day. So high dose intranasal steroid spray. And so they were in a way a treatment placebo group. So the role was to try to see if the primary endpoints, are, and there was two primary endpoints in the synapse study. One was an objective measure, which is a nasal pulp score. The other one is nasal congestion, which I do think is a very good subjective symptoms evaluating patients' symptoms of sinusitis. And At the end of the study, what we were able to show was that the mebulizumab treatment group, the patients who were given mebulizumab compared to the uh, placebo group, the mebulizumab group was able to have reduction in nasal polyp size, reduction in nasal symptoms of congestion, reduce the need for nasal polyp surgery, reduce the need for corticosteroid use. or reduce the need for systemic oral steroid use, and also improve other nasal symptoms, similar to what we found in the phase two study looking at methalizumab in patients with nasal polyps. What
0: were the key limitations of the study?
1: There were several key limitations of the study. As you know, everyone in the synapse study had some form of sinus surgery. So what we couldn't define was exactly the extent of the sinus surgery that was performed. We knew that everyone had some amount of tissue removal, but how much sinus surgery was done was unclear. Everyone in the study did not get a CT scan. And so what we evaluated was a nasal polyp score. And, you know, when someone has nasal polyps, it's assumed that they also have sinus disease. The extent of opacification of sinuses was not measured, but we did see a reduction in the nasal polyp size. So basically what we had to assess was a nasal polyp score, which would indirectly measure the amount of sinusitis that the patient had. One of the other limitations of the study was that during the study, patients were evaluated and patients decided whether or not they wanted steroids or sinus surgery. So that was a decision made by the local investigator or patient. So and the amount of medications they use or the threshold for doing sinus surgery was really dependent on the various sites. And I wish we had kind of been able to follow them through to see how they, you know, got better or worse, but uh, we had to kind of take that point, the last point from the time of intervention. So that's another limitation of the study
0: what are the implications of the study in terms of clinical practice and the treatment of patients with this condition?
1: You know, that's a great question. So, you know, we do all these clinical studies and we kind of wonder how does that affect our practices and how does that affect our patients with nasal polyps? And I think what mipolizumab showed was that in patients with nasal polyps that had previous sinus surgery and have used nasal steroid spray, which are all the patients in our studies, that if you give a mipolizumab, that these patients will have a reduction in the nasal polyp score. And they will also have improvement in their nasal symptoms. And those are all important to us as physicians. But if you ask patients what's important to them, you know what's important to them is being able to reduce the need of systemic steroid and reduce the need for performing sinus surgery. And that's what the synapse study also showed is that by giving the Mipolizumab it not only improved the objective and subjective findings for the patients with chronic sinusitis with these polyps, it also reduced the need for using systemic steroids and doing sinus surgery. So I think those are what's kind of clinically relevant for our patients.
0: Dr. Ha, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Great. Thank you, Aaron.